beautiful people. It is Feel Good Friday, July 22nd, 2022, and this sports show on the internet radio begins now. Let's ride. That's right. Let's ride into a feel-good Friday in which we will have Dan Orlovsky joining us in about 17 minutes. Now, he attempted to join us yesterday, and he had no internet. He said it was a thunderstorm. We're saying it's potentially bad operating uh, human in Dan Orlovsky, but today he'll be on, and today's a great day to have Orlovsky on because everybody knows that Dane is the voice of quarterbacks on ESPN. He's become the quarterback guru to the world, and Madden has officially released their ratings for quarterbacks on Madden. Whoa, whoa. So we won't debut those yet. We will let Dan Orlovsky see those for the first time and have our conversation with him because there's a couple who But once again, anytime something like this happens, we have to judge the people making the decisions more so than judge the actual numbers. I think Madden has, you know, some flaws. Yeah, sure. sure. More than so. That's the voice of Madden community at Boston Mm -hmm, Connor mm -hmm. and at Ty Schmidt at the Toxic Table and at Tone Diggs is here, one half of the hammer, Don Cowboys. And Madden does have some flaws, and those have certainly been spotlighted over the years as the game has remained the damn near same for years and years and years, right? Yeah. Well said. Oh, yeah. But the ratings, it feels like by the Madden community, have been gospel. They've been, Mm -hmm. you know, the Bible almost. They have single-handedly determine some people probably making it into the Pro Bowl in real life because how they're depicted in a video game. And is it real? Is it not real? So although we have to take these things seriously because narratives are being built about players through their score, through Madden, we always have to remember who the fuck's doing the ratings. Exactly. Maybe it's somebody that knows more than everybody else. Maybe there's somebody that has a little bit of a vendetta against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's somebody who has uh, no experience or no clue at one particular position but played in another position, but they couldn't find somebody to do it in this position, so I'll pick up this position as well. I know football, but do I know what this position is? No, but I think sometimes they get 100% right. But just like anything that happens in this world, there's going to be errors, and I think a lot of people find a lot of them, especially whenever you're rating people for the first time from zero to 100. Because contracts, whenever those come up, that's really the only way you can judge people next to each other in the NFL or in professional football. How much are they making? How much have they made? Is that a team-friendly deal or what they're actually worth? And then you see every other player look, oh, that's what I'm fucking worth because now what number is actually being put next to them. Madden's been doing that the whole time, and it's everybody in the NFL. Eh, hi, my name is... uh Peter Bumblefuck. Hey, Pete. And uh, I'm an adjudicator. I was a high school uh, gym teacher, and mm-hmm. I know football and the ins and outs. Uh, and this guy who's in the NFL, he's 62. 62, okay, 62s are making oh. it in the NFL. I mean, how's that <laughs> wow. even? Like, that is what we have to remember through it all. Excited to hear what Dan Olofsky has to say about the 10 quarterbacks uh, that are rated at the top of the Madden NFL game. There's some... Couple head scratch. Oh, I mean, yeah. I would never be the one who would say, you know what? I should be given... Ratings for quarterbacks. Sure. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Been around a couple good. Sure. Yeah. No, a couple good quarterbacks. Yeah. Right. Hall of Fame. Would not feel comfortable or confident enough to put a number right next to every single one of them. Yeah. No way. So we have to give a little bit of respect, I guess, to the Madden adjudicators that have enough confidence to go ahead and put their names on a number on somebody that's much more athletic than them and probably knows the sport much better than them. But with that being said, there's always going to be backlash. Uh, speaking of backlash, the NFC West is alive and well after the Kyler Murray deal gets signed and inked yesterday. Uh, I have it on. Anonymous sources have told me uh, um, that they're very happy that that is over with. Okay. I can imagine. That they are very happy to be through that particular chapter. 
structure of the relationship. Business has to happen because somebody's making money. So the people that are working should be making money as well. Kyler Murray has done a great job for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, um, BK, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, BK. Okay. Mm-hmm. For Kyler. Pretty trash. Uh-huh. Very bad. <laughs> right? I mean, right? Kurt Warner and them boys had a good run. They sure. did. After KW. And B.A. had a, had a run. A little one you know, with Carson Palmer. They had a run, but never really went. You know what I mean? Never, never. Like, they did. But there was a, an era there where it was like, what's going on, Cardinal football? Yeah. Bad. Are they falling apart over there in the desert? That city is so goddamn beautiful and glorious. Uh-huh. So gorgeous. The stadium is immaculate. Everything is perfect out there. Is that team dead? B.K., they were thinking that. Mm-hmm. PK, post-Kyler, it's a whole different game. Now it's, hey, we should be in the uh, playoffs. We should be in the Super Bowl. We should be in conversations for winning big-time games because we got a quarterback. We got an owner that's going all in on the roster. We just put extensions on the GM and the head coach. This should be a crew that goes on and does the thing. There should be a lot of excitement, but I, I assume that from my anonymous sources, mm-hmm. uh his sentiment is echoing everybody else's that thank God they got this done and they can move forward and only think about football because we are only 48 days away <laughs> from the yeah. NFL. Yeah. This whole Kyler thing worked out exactly how Steve Kime told us it was going to work out, yep. right? And yeah. I think everybody just had an assumption this was going to take place. 160 M's guaranteed is a lot of money to just assume happened, but I'm happy it worked out. Yeah, we were ultimately just seeing how much he was going to get paid, right? Because when you look at it, it's like their hands were kind of tied. Granted, he he could have kept playing, you know, through the rest of his deal, but it's like, what's you know, we always talk about what's on the other side of that. Like, how how can you let that guy go if you you know your hope is like, oh well, maybe we'll we'll get a guy just like him in the draft. Like they really didn't have a choice, and it was kind of just. Hey, you know, how much guaranteed money are they going to get him? And when is he going to kind of, because, you know, he had the thing where you unfollowed him on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But it, it felt like ultimately he was always going to come back. And it was just about like, hey, pay me what I'm worth. You know what they say about grass? They say um, you go ahead and put a little flame to it. You feel good. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. They also say, and they had said for a long time, that it was greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. Because you just said they don't want to go down the road of not knowing who their quarterback is, which is so accurate at every important position in life, basically. But definitely in the NFL. They said a grass screener on the other side. Let's go see what it is. The grass screener where you water it. Mm -hmm. And when you pay them, Mm -hmm. and then you surround them with a team, and you get, uh, you know, it feels like everybody rowing in the same direction. Cardinals might be a team to look out for. Now, let's take a little peek at the NFC West odds uh, after the signing happened here. Uh, So, obviously, the reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champions of the world are the favorites to win at plus 125. The 49ers with Trey Lance, a quarterback, a man who's never – has he started? No. Uh, He started one game last year when Jimmy G was out with that uh, injury. Okay, so he started one game in the – Cardinals. One game in the NFL. They're at plus 200 because that roster around them. Kyler Murray just got signed. They don't have D-Hop for six games. They're at plus 300 to win the NFC West. And then the Seahawks, and we put Geno Smith on here just strictly out of respect for Geno, and Geno's been there, Mm -hmm. and that could be Drew Luck. They're at plus 1,500 to win the NFC West. So the Cardinals just paid their quarterback. They've invested in their entire team. They've been able to kind of put momentum in their favor. They're still third place in the odds of the, just their division. I mean, it is going to be tough to get out of the NFC West, and that's why you got to participate. That's why you got to pay guys. That's why you got to get going. Matthew Stafford, $40 million a year. Good for him getting out of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Matty. 
in our Detroit, uh, which he still calls home, still has a home. Yep. Still loves. Mm -hmm. He goes to L.A., uh, immediately becomes much more likable by the national media, uh -huh. wins a Super Bowl, and gets paid more money than he's ever been paid, even though he got like $50 million guaranteed whenever he was drafted number one overall. Uh, Trey Lance making $8.5 million a year. He's number three overall pick. Kyler Murray's making $46.1 million uh, per year, which is $100,000 more per year than... Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Okay. And then Gino and Drew Locke, about three and a half million per year. So I'll be, you know, fascinated to see how it all plays out. Is Trey Lance a guy? Sportsbooks think so. Yeah. They yeah. think Shanahan thinks so. They think Lynch thinks so. They think that roster is good. But the LA Rams, still the big bad mm -hmm. wolf. And it looks like they've been enjoying their celebrations. But you got a lot of vets over there that decide to run it back. I'm not sure you're running it back to just lay an egg. I think the Rams are going to be fucking good again as well. Who else? They brought in somebody. Allen Robinson. Boom. Uh -huh. There yeah. it is. And Odell Beckham's still out there, potentially mm -hmm. going to end up back there. He crashed on McVay's wedding. I can't wait to watch NFC West football this year. Yeah, both the West Division are going to be a primetime game like every week but now with the Kyler contract especially what's the the expectation like Super Bowl or bust now especially with you looking at to, those odds they want to, he hasn't won a playoff game I don't think yeah he has but you have to win a if you get paid you have to win a Super have Bowl to mm -hmm. or yeah. at least go to the conference championship and I guess Trey Lance kind of has those expectations too just because Jimmy G took him there and so now I think, it's his team I think Trey's got a few years but it's interesting because that roster set up to go now yeah it's the exact same it's, it's set up to go now but I think expectation common would be he's young let him get a little bit he's mm -hmm. got a year under his belt like very feasible for us to have a conversation one year from now saying all right the Niners Trey Lance has a year under his belt got to experience NFL football at a high level it was his team what are they going to do this year with basically the same like I could see that conversation happening yeah but what if they what if Trey Lance is a dude mm -hmm. what if they just catch yeah Lightning in a bottle and that team that's been so close so close so mm -hmm. close so close finally breaks through on her new uh quarterback it's going to it's not going to be easy for the Cardinals to make it. No. It is not going to be easy to live up to the expectations of that deal. No. But I guess that's kind of – that's why we play the game. Oh, yeah. Rams also added Bobby Wagner. But they did lose, obviously, Odell and Robert Woods. They both are injured and they're gone. Uh, they lost Whitworth, so I assume was the leader there on the offensive line. His head hands. was sticking up into the camera oh, on yeah. the ESPYs. Uh -huh. <laughs> they, had, they did like a shot where they thought Huge. they were over the couch uh, <laughs> section of the theater. Mm -hmm. And his – Big bald head was just sitting <laughs> like sideways in the middle of him. Like, that's a big. His caddy was a teammate of his at the Bengals oh. at the American Century Championship. Big fuck. Huge. I mean, huge. He had Whitworth, the, the Whitworth uh, um, tag. tag on yeah. on his back, and he was walking away from me. And I walked up and just like hit the person in the back. I'm like, are you another one? Like, <laughs> is every Whitworth just a fucking big? He's like, oh, I was actually teammates with him in uh, Cincinnati. They by far were the largest. Oh, yeah. yeah. At I the admire. American Century mm -hmm. Championship. They even miss him, right? Yeah, I, mean, his I think age, so. He, there's so many records he broke for playing tackle yeah. at his age and the amount of snaps he played, mm -hmm. I think, and everything. Mm -hmm. They're going to miss that, but I have faith in Sean McVay. And the guy sure. sneezes, he says, fuck them picks. Yeah. I'm gonna give me the vets who know how to play over here. If they go back to back to back, everything that Sean McVay just decided to do, turning down however much money he turned down from Amazon and Aaron Donald, mm -hmm. going back and playing whenever he was allegedly very comfortable with leaving. I mean, it'll all be worth it. Are they the next dynasty? We said this about the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Are the Chiefs the yeah. next dynasty? Chiefs have done well, but 
anytime they don't win a Super Bowl, people are going to say, this ain't what the Patriots would have done. Exactly. Patriots would have been able to come back and do it. The Patriots dynasty set an unrealistic expectation for a lot of people, but everybody's chasing that. Everybody's goal is that, but we ain't ever going to see that again. No, oh, never. Ever. In, we ain't ever going to see sport. that again. It does think. make it easier for them that they are in the NFC. They're in a tough division, but I could see three come out of the West uh, because the rest of the NFC – Obviously, you have the Packers at the top of the North, and then the East, who the fuck knows, and the South is probably the Bucks. So you could probably get three out of the West, one out of the North and South, and then maybe two out of the East or whatever. But who? who I know knows? you were looking for odds the other day on three out of one uh, he, division. He was he wanted yeah. the AFC West. I think it's more likely the NFC West gets three. Did they have three last year? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be like unprecedented. No, no. That has to be a bet. I assume it's pretty good odds yeah. on three out of yeah, the NFC West so, making yes. it in there. Yeah, but. I think the big swing would just be whether or not the, the Vikings kind of take Correct. a step this year because they could be the other team that kind of steals a spot. Saints, too. Yeah. I, I'm not completely out of the woods with the Saints. Me either. They got Michael Thomas back. They got Jarvis Landry. Do they? Do they? Yeah, they do. Do they? Michael Thomas on the PUP, physically uh-huh. unable to perform list, missed all last year. Obviously had the um, rehab to health, then surgery decision to health, missed a lot of games. There was some differences, I believe, between Michael Thomas and the organization. This offseason, he was in Southern California uh, rehabbing uh-huh. after missing a year. Then he came back, and I guess now the Saints doctors just have to clear him, I think, is the yeah, the yeah. Saints doctors have to clear him. So maybe the Saints doctors are just, you know, doing thorough evaluations yeah. to make sure he's good. What if he misses more games? Mm. Not just well, last year. He, he only played in, like, five the year before that. It's been a <laughs> Mitch has hit like 16 different buttons. That'd be That'd be It's been a while. You would hope as a, as a Saints fan that he would have been – cleared before this yes well i think i think as soon as i read that he was still doing his rehab in yeah. california i was like okay all right that's a that had to be, that was obviously discussed by the mm-hmm. team and by michael thomas and they're cool with it but i i think from a fan's perspective of the saints it's like didn't you do this you did this last year right <laughs> yeah. and then you came mm-hmm. back and then we missed the whole thing and then now you're doing it again and i think players should get rehab wherever they feel comfortable at. I'm just saying from a public perception, right. if he's to miss more, it's going to be like, well, why wasn't he in the building every single day with our doctors and everything? And I don't know who their doctors are, who their physical therapists are down there in New Orleans, but I know that would certainly be a conversation around the building. Like, this guy showed up, he's still not. I mean, he's still not healthy after two years. Right. What are we even doing? We need him. He's a fucking guy. Because of what we're talking about right now, because of the drama kind of and yeah. the injury and everything, I think people forget Michael, if he, Michael Thomas comes back as Michael Thomas, he's a fucking guy, guy. Yeah. Like, like not just a little bit. Like yeah, he is fifty catches the last full season. But yeah, exactly. He is the guy <laughs> down there. And then you got Kamara as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill, full time gadget guy. Uh-huh. Yep. Jarvis, ja- Jameis Winston, Jarvis Landry. You got the Honey Badger on the defensive uh-huh. side of the ball mm-hmm. again. They also got the guy from the Jets, I believe, Marcus, Marcus May. May. Yeah. Very good safety. Mario Davis still. Mario Davis, Marshawn Lattimore, CJGJ. They drafted Olave. Yeah. So now let's head to the odds. Um, let's do that <laughs> now. I mean, you know, we're having pretty good combo there. Didn't just need it. The NFC, though. Green Bay, Minnesota out of the north. Mm. Let's go through it. Here's who's going to make the playoffs. Okay. Green Bay. Yep. Minnesota. I think so, too. Really? I like. I do. What is it? Seven per side. Mm-hmm. Bucks. 
We just had a hell of a conversation about the Saints there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I try. Yeah, I don't we just know. Had a hell of a conversation about the Saints. There. I mean, I don't know. Saints make it first year coach. Okay. NFC East. Ah, who cares? One of them. Okay. Five. And then only two from the NFC West. I guess is that yeah. what I'm saying? So if I give it to the Vikings, then I'm only saying two out of the NFC West. Yeah. And if I give one to the Saints, you know, which would make a lot of sense, then we're taking. You know, there is. That is the NFC does seem gettable though. Oh yeah. I'll do the AFC. Okay, so it's you impossible. got it's impossible. So you got the Bengals gonna make it, Ravens gonna make it, Colts are gonna make it. Well. Definitely. <laughs> you got a fucking Navy SEAL playing quarterback. That's now. true. An astronaut. And Marvel superheroes are coming to training oh, camp. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, Marvel superheroes <laughs> are coming that. to fucking training camp. Shit. You might ask yourself, it was announced <laughs> that the Colts and Marvel have uh, come together on a partnership and an agreement. You can take this off, mate. Yep, the, the whole Colts and Marvel relationship was announced today via Colts.com. This is a fucking big deal. Huge, Huge. deal. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts said, hey, how can we... You know, become open for business. How do we start attracting, mm -hmm. you know, people to training camp? How do we start really making money moves out here? Yep. They said, well, how about the biggest franchise in, like, superhero history? Yeah. Let's make a deal with them. Indianapolis say? Colts, Marvel, now partners. Let's go. Here we go. Very smart. They got Spider-Man and Captain America Woo. coming to training camp. Tom Holland. Tom Holland and Chris Evans are oh. coming to training camp. Holy shit. Not not Tom Holland. No, oh, it's Chris Evans. Chris Evans won't be there either. Okay. Oh, the other Spider-Man from before, yeah. Not Tobey Maguire. <laughs> now, I don't know who's going to be the Captain America. I don't know what who's going to be doing it. Sure. Uh -huh. But we did get a chance to uh, figure out which Spider-Man will be coming to training camp. Okay. And uh, we got a chance to catch up with him, actually. Here's Spider-Man coming to the Colts training camp here uh, this upcoming fall uh, with their partnership with Marvel. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Watch him jump on his chair. Break that was a bad decision. You're going to regret that decision. Oh, I've regretted many, my friend. Don't you worry. It's not the first or the last. Is that what happened? Is that is that what's happening? Are you going? Are you the Spider-Man making an appearance at fucking Coach Training Camp this year? Did the Colts hire you after that performance in the phone room and said, "Listen, we need you at Training Camp to take pictures with the kids"? Mm -hmm. well, I'm not so sure that was me because you know you can't no, see whoever's face. I think that might have been. Yeah, Look, I don't know. If I was a superhero, I couldn't tell you because then that would ruin the whole entire mask situation that they yeah. have going on. But yeah, maybe. Maybe I will be at Colts training camp, but I know the Colts don't want that because if I am at Colts training camp, there might be a little sabotage in the air. You know, I might just spidey someone's foot to the ground, maybe hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sticking to the ground all of a sudden. So I don't know which Spider-Man is getting invited to Colts training camp and which Captain America. I'm assuming they're not going to have the... No. no, it feels not like that's big not uh -uh. I read that partnership. I was pretty excited about it. I was yeah. pumped about it. Yeah. Kenny Moore. Shoot. Uh-huh. Oh, Kenny Moore turned into a superhero? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's go and do it. Kenny we got Thor. Fun. Kenny Thor, how you doing? Oh. Big old biceps on a Quentin Nelson. They can make him a superhero. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Are they making oh, a Marvel yeah. movie about the Colts? This team's right. You got the Maniac they in there. Uh -huh. right. DeForest Buckner's Why? in there. Yeah. He's mad. I mean, they could really do this thing. 
Turns out it's not. It's just uh, Spider-Man and uh, Captain America dress-up thugs coming to camp. What the hell? What is this? There might be some graphics made now that they've heard you just say what you said. Yeah, like a minute-long animation of the Colts players being superheroes, busting through oh, some shit. And maybe that's the open at the stadium. Yeah. Oh, there you, you go. Get there, it's a Marvel superheroes movie yeah. for da, 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 da. a minute and a half. Is that what it is? Did I, we read in the article that that's what it was? I mean, I Big Q could so. definitely be the guy that runs through the walls. What's his name? The Juggernaut. The the juggernaut. juggernaut. Yeah. Who's Hulk? Hulk? The Hulk well, is uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, but... Hulk. All on a team. Yeah, Quentin Hulk Nelson. smash. He could, be, he could be that. Yeah, team. right. Because yeah. it's a big. Uh, uh, it's jo- you won't like me when I'm angry. I got a better idea. How about we quit all the uh, tomfoolery and we pay Quentin Nelson and we oh. pay Kenny Moore right. and get these guys playing football? Right. <laughs> I agree. All right. I mean that is very fair. Hey, we don't get a Super Bowl this year too. That uh, ten years is closing two, in two very and fast. Jim Irsay says fucking. Calm down. Cool it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to be calm until we sign Julio Jones or somebody for the Colts because what we have right now is not getting it. Joining us now is a quarterback that won games for the Indianapolis Colts. Hell yeah. When you think of great Indianapolis Colts quarterbacks, you obviously think of Johnny U, Peyton Manning, Dan Orlovsky. Joining us now is the third person in that list of great quarterbacks that had won games while wearing the horseshoe on the side of their head. Now... This man is known as the quarterback authority on ESPN. Tried to talk to him yesterday. He's got some Bush League amateur hour internet setup that obviously go. ruined it all. But lo and behold, today we get the opportunity to be blessed by this man's brain. Ladies and gentlemen, Dana Schlossky. What's up, dude? What's up, fella? I think my internet's going to be a little bit better today. You look great. You got a good tan yesterday. We apologize for interrupting whatever you had going on, but it is fucking awesome to see you, pal. We've missed you, haven't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big miss you, Dan. We missed you, Dan. Good to be back. You look good. Good to be back. You, uh, I know you were away for a little bit, some golf, some vacation, which was very well earned. So Thank you. It's good to be back in the show, guy. Yeah, well, I mean, like, one week off, four months, two different things, but I do understand what you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. You haven't been on TV, what, in a year? Yeah. yeah. Well, you get back on TV? What, what's going on? You drop in, you yell at everybody, you leave, you go do push-ups in the, in the front yard, and then you come back. Are you gearing up for a big NFL season? Are we going to see you on ESPN, what, eight, nine yeah. hours a day, oh, yeah. every day for this fall? What's going on? We know you signed a new deal. Let's celebrate a little bit. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be on every day, 181 straight days. I calculated it out. So it'll be 181 straight days of television uh, for the most part. And I'll keep doing my same stuff, dude. Like, I'm basically going to do my same schedule as I did last year. I'll just have some of those ESPN, a Monday night football game, a Sunday morning oh, game. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Monday night, Dan? Yeah. Monday night, Orlovsky? Let's go. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. What'd you say, Sunday what? Sunday morning what? I think week 18. Week 18 is a Sunday. I think it'll be a Saturday, like, playoff. It has to have playoff implications. Mr. Saturday night, Dan Orlovsky. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah, Dino. Super fired up, man. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have a blast. I'll say a bunch of stuff that's going to tick people off. Um, but yeah, it'd be a busy fall. I got like another three weeks of, of life, like more weeks of summer and then pandemonium picks up again. You know, hey, listen, I know you haven't been on TV in a long time and you've been enjoying summer and you just talked about it there. I was on TV Tuesday. No, you weren't. We didn't see it. No. no. I was 100% on true. TV Tuesday. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. People dude. at airports maybe and like yeah. walking through a bar, yeah. they saw it. Nobody else saw it. Okay. We don't, listen. 
we miss you. You need to up that internet up there, pal. What have you been? You've been kind of, you've been skimping on the bill a little bit oh. up there, Dan? Is that what you're saying? You're trying to knock, knock down the power grid a little bit for the kids? What do you got going on? You want, you want the truth of the situation with this? Well, that's what this The reason about. why... I live in Westport, Connecticut. So that sucks. Oh, it doesn't? I thought it was Big Yuck Town. Oh, what? it is, but it sucks to live there, everyone says. Oh, sorry, it's Connor, <laughs> obviously. You know that. Yeah. Connor, Connor, I was just in Devon's Mass a couple weeks ago for That's a not lacrosse a real tournament. Place. That sucks. That's not a real place. <laughs> Never even heard of it. Not they play real. lacrosse there. Devon's lacrosse squad is the best. Everybody knows It's not that. real. If it's west of Springfield, it's not real. Anyways, nobody cares about this little <laughs> interstate battle. Um, <laughs> and this area is... It's not a poor area, I'll say that. And the people of the area refuse to put in a cell phone tower because they think it looks not appropriate for the area. You're telling me they're doing a little high horsing? It's unbelievable. You're telling me that? It's (laughs) unbelievable. You want Just give me a cell phone tower. Pat, there's areas in my house where my cell phone doesn't get service. I don't even get cell service. Listen. It's 2022. Most of us were probably born in the families that had a shit ton of money to begin with. Uh-huh. We had to really earn a dollar or a thing. But since we are in a modern technology world in which money can buy you access and technology, we're choosing not to because it's optically an eyesore. Come on. So fuck off, Olowski. Is that what they're doing right Give now? Give me a cell phone tower, dude. Oh, that's awesome. You yups are awesome, dude. The yups are awesome. Okay. Unbelievable. Okay. Unbelievable. The yups are the best, dude. Build it yourself. Hey, what up? Hi. What's up, pretty girl? How are you doing? Good. How's, Do summer, how's summer been with your dad? Yeah. No. What did you oh, ask her? Fuck off. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I got nothing, Dan. I got nothing for her. Sorry about it. Good to see you. Yeah, she's the one. She wants to send you that box when you get your boo boo. Oh, she knows my wallet. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Oh, oh, yeah. You want me right back over? You're too cute not to. How's summer? in the family. How's right, summer been? How's summer been? Bye. How's your summer been good? Yeah. Summer been good? Okay, you yep. look great. Good to see you. <laughs> see you. Dan, you're going to watch this back and you're going to see that I might have let a fuck off slide whenever she said she didn't remember me. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. She didn't deserve it. We, right. we forgive you. All right, cool. She won you back. Uh, so we forgive you. She, she did. She won me back. She yes. won you back pretty quick. How old is she? She's six. Okay, so full sentences. Write. Can she write? Yeah, dude, she's six. She's not two. Well, I, I mean, know. what's the difference? <laughs> what, 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 get, use phone? She's got three older brothers, though. So, like, every younger kid does things faster because the older brothers. Dog. Okay, so at what age do, does she start speaking, like, full sentences and understanding things that are happening around her? I think, like, four. Eight, four years old, it started happening for her. But I think the older brothers factored that in a little bit, being around so many older kids and stuff. Hey, what's going on? Earmuffs, 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 earmuffs. earmuffs everybody, earmuffs. Earmuffs. Guys, go outside. She's six years old. Come on. You know how it's hard for you. They're good. Ooh, They're making popsicles. Oh it's like 110 degrees getting popsicles. Yeah, I want one. Oh, my Come God. What a good time. It's a house. Um, are they in earshot right now? No, you're good. Okay, so like Ty just had a baby. For the next four years, I can just drop as many fuck bombs as I want around, and that won't be a thing. Once she'll she'll become a sponge at the age of four or five. Yeah, I mean three, you could start to like pick some stuff up, but they're you know like I don't they're not going to comprehend what it actually is. They've got friends who 
tee it off and let it fly. Up until three, I think you're clean. Okay, good. All right, perfect. Good to know. Uncle Pat's still a fan favorite over there. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Ty had a kid, that's right. What's that? Yeah, just had one. Congrats, Ty. Yeah, yeah, thank, you. Ty. thank you. Thank you very much. Shocking someone had sex with you. That's awesome. I mean, low-hanging fruit. He's like the 400th person to say. Jake Laser used that as well, so congrats, Dan. You know, that's, so, hey, he's saying a uh, hack joke. Big time. Oh, big time. But I respect it. Oh, oh. Oh. I, never, I never claimed to be creative. <laughs> that was Connor. good. That was good. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about you being creative or being upset or something like that. ESPN did a interview of 50 executives, coaches, and players in the NFL to rank the top 10 quarterbacks. You got all pissed off. Obviously, uh, everybody got pissed off about it for one reason or another. Anytime you do a ranking system of fucking great athletes and great quarterbacks, there's always going to be a little bit of uh, tension, I think, with the decisions. Now, it's always anonymous. It's always bullshit. But Madden, as of this morning, put out their top 10. And I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts on this. Have you seen this yet? Of the top 10 quarterbacks? For Madden ratings. It just came out this no. morning. Okay, oh, no. yes. Right, here we go. Okay, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, quarterback guru for ESPN, the face of quarterbacking for the next 181 days of the NFL season. Yes. We are introducing Dan Orlovsky, Dan Orlovsky to the Madden quarterback ratings for the first time. I'm excited to get your take on this because the top 50 executives with the top 10 with no Lamar Jackson on there, Deshaun Watson was on there, uh, many others were on there. You obviously and many others were upset about it. Wait till you see this one. Please put it up onto the screen, please. Go ahead, go full screen on that thing. This is... Um, Brady, Rogers, Patrick, Josh, Joe, da Dak, Herbert. So I would absolutely put... I mean, these are Madden ratings. Um, <laughs> hey, that's what we said yesterday yep. as well. We have to judge the people doing the judging and making the decisions. Madden ratings, I assume, get some very right, but they shape a lot of people's opinions about players strictly because they yeah. play it every day. They get people into Pro Bowls, by the way, mm -hmm. and there has long been people pissed off about the ratings. How about Matty Stafford, reigning, uh, defending Super Bowl champion and Triple crown, yep, right, yeah. wide receiver, and I think even Yak. So he had top four stats in one wide receiver with Cooper Cup, won the Super Bowl. He's down at 85. Tom Brady at 97, I believe is the tip of the cap to the GOAT for being the GOAT, oh, and yeah. uh, Aaron Rodgers up there. How do you feel about Lamar Jackson? How low he is? Dak Prescott, how high he is? What are your thoughts, Dan, as you kind of digest this uh, for the last couple moments? Yeah, so I, I, I think, first of all, I would put Rodgers at one, Brady at two. But yeah. that's right, splitting hairs. I think Dak, I obviously would not have Dak in the top 10. I'd have Herbert at six. I'd have Lamar at seven. I'd have Russell at eight. Or You know what, excuse me. I would have Herbert at six, Stafford at seven, um, and then Lamar eight, uh, Russell nine. Number 10 would probably be... Matt um, Matt Ryan. No, nah, not Matt Ryan. Certainly not oh. Mac just yet. But oh, probably Deshaun as a player just on the field. I don't know if Do Matt we know that, though? Just real quick, Dan. Do we know that? Do we know what? I mean, guy, listen. 
I understand that when Deshaun was playing, you could take that down now, Mitt. When Deshaun was playing, he hasn't played in years. Yeah, he hasn't played in like two years. He's been through a lot too. I mean, like that has to be wearing and everything. Do you think that'll? You think he'll come back just as good as he was? And now, who knows how many games he's going to be suspended? Who knows how long yeah. the honorable Sue Robinson will decide for him to be suspended? But do you? Th everybody's just assuming he's going to be all the way back. Is that going to take a little, is it like riding a bike? I have no idea. I don't fully think I comprehend the position enough to know. Yeah. The situation reminds me of when, remember when Michael Vick went away to jail for, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was two years. Right. And he was playing at a incredibly high level. And then he came back and we were all like, he's two years older, hasn't played. And all of a sudden he went to Philadelphia and it was almost like he revitalized his career, got another huge contract and played really well. So I don't want to minimize it as it's just like riding a bike, but I don't think it's going to be he's going to go from a guy who had one of the historically best passing seasons ever to, you know, he's playing backup quarterback level ball. So I think Deshaun, after a couple games of getting back on the field playing wise, is, is going to be playing at an incredibly high level again. And everybody knows that we were on the Matthew Stafford train before literally anybody else, and then you hopped on. Um, later, and he goes on to win the Super Bowl, and everything. I know who I'd have to have on there. Derek Carr. Derek Carr would have to be in my top ten. Do you enjoy? Before we get to Matthew Stafford, let's do Derek Carr. Why is Derek Carr saying that everybody's counting them out? Is that an actual thing that's happening in your hallways over there at ESPN? Because I don't think Chandler Jones is brought in. They're spending yep. a bunch of money. McDaniel's is there. Derek Carr's there. Hunter Renfro just Devontae. signed a deal. Devontae Adams just signed a deal. I think expectations are. Very high, I think, for the Raiders for the first time, long time, right? I mean, oh, yeah. and, and I like the fact that Derek has somehow maybe, you know, he's just trained to be like, ah, yeah. everybody thinks we're going to stink. Everybody thinks we're going to stink. And then he goes out yeah. and balls and he wins games. But it feels like this is the year almost they've gotten the most love, don't you think? And is Derek Carr going to get to showcase who he, he's the guy this year, you think? Not that he hasn't in the past, but like back in a national prominence. Because when the Colts played the Raiders Christmas Eve, Derek Carr was quarterback. He was going to be MVP. The Raiders were going. Then an unfortunate sack in which Derek's leg was literally twisted off of his oh, yeah. knee almost at the thing. Yeah. He gets injured, kind of disappears. Then the Raiders leave Oakland. They go to Las Vegas. They have a right. lot of drama around it. Do you think this is the year where Carr's name is back in the uh, national limelight and the national spotlight conversation that's happening unlike your shows and other shows? Yeah, well, it has to be. Um, but he's no longer allowed to be good. Um, he, he with now with Devonte, he's got to go be great. I, I think this is the year that they've gotten the most appreciation. That division, as everyone knows, is just brutal, and and it's the first year that we can legitimately say teams other than the Chiefs, we feel confident that they're going to at least give the Chiefs everything they can to win the division. All three of those other teams. I think this is about Derek. Derek's been really good. He's got four straight years of four thousand yards. But the thing is. In that four-year span of 4,000 yards and playing good football, he averages like 23 touchdowns and 10 interceptions those seasons, right? Good numbers, certainly not great numbers. I think he's been really clutch in certain moments, but dude, like you can't go throw for 26 touchdowns and nine interceptions this year because you got three of the bests. You have... The best, if not one of the, if not the best wide receivers Devontae, in football. Hunter. You have one of the, if not the best slot wide receivers in football in Renfro. Hunter. And then you have one of the, if not the best pass catching tight end in football Damn. in Waller. So you got Damn. three of the best. That offensive line, specifically on the right side, is going to be the big issue. But with the money that they've given Derek, it's that he's at that, he's past that point now of, 
okay, really good. You've got to be so great that you win games because of him, and then you cover up some of the other deficiencies on your offensive roster. Dan, quickly, um, to follow up on the point you just made there, I think it was you, – you've said it a few times. I don't know where it started, but – you basically said the offense coordinators are being irresponsible if they're not utilizing every single yard on the field because the way the rules are set up and the way schemes are set up these days with what you can do. You think McDaniel's going to have a fucking field day with Devontae, Hunter, and Darren? Yeah. I mean, that is – you can create space everywhere there, right? That's all, you, that's all you could ever ask for. Yeah, and I think that those wide receivers – I mean, Devontae's job is going to be – I don't want to say easier than ever, but I'll throw another name out there for people to pay attention to, and it's Foster Morrow. Shout out to Will Compton for the proper pronunciation of that. But, you know, the the Raiders have a really good multiple tight end package as well, and I think that that's going to put binds on defenses, and Devontae's going to get a ton of one-on-ones and really good matchups, and the same with Hunter. So, I mean, Josh McDaniels has for 15 years – been a, a guy that has either grew up or or ran the offense that was all about creating um, mismatch. Creating, I'm going to take a better player, get him on a lesser player mismatch. in more area, and let that guy be win more than he should. And I think that's going to be that that offense has the chance to be top five, top six in the league. The Raiders will be all about if their defense doesn't stink or not. Matthew Stafford, uh, to get back to that. But by the way, I'm pumped for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. me too. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Love me, Yeah, no doubt. Las no Vegas doubt. is also alive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pretty yeah. sweet. That stadium, they sold. The, they made the most amount of money yeah. on ticket sales this year. Mm-hmm. The Las Vegas Raiders. That stadium is off the charts. I haven't been to it, even though like the draft was out there in, in the Pro Bowl. But I, I, heard, I heard that stadium is just off the charts. Yeah, I mean, I was in there like – the second week it was open, third mm-hmm. week it was open for SummerSlam last year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, Garth Brooks, I think, was the only one that had done a concert in there. And their entire um, PS, POS, B- system. POS system crashed. Yeah, not That's good. Because it was one of the first ones. <laughs> but I think they got that out of the way. And it has been nothing but glowing reviews. Because when you look at it, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely yeah. beautiful. It's huge. And the way they have it set up is very Vegasy. It's like a good time. I hope they have nothing but success over there. Good luck to the Raiders. I'm excited for it. Before the boys have their questions for you, Dan, Matthew Stafford, why do you think... Now, I know Derek Carr says he there, nobody ever thinks anything of him. Matthew Stafford, do you think it's just because he was with the Lions and they stunk for so bad while he doesn't really get chatted about much? He's... So fucking good at the football. And I don't think there's many people that give him any credit at all for it. I think he's that partly, but I think it's just his persona is so quiet. His personality is so quiet. I mean, the AT&T commercial that AT&T has run 454 million times was like the the most publicity he's ever had. He doesn't have social media. He's not like, you know, uh, a guy that in interviews is going to give some great quotes. So I think... I mean, if you just look at the top 10, that top 10 list, he's probably him and Herbert are two of the most reserved guys on that list. So I think that's a little bit a a part of it as well. And, um, you know, he went to a place that was super talented, had a brainiac as a head coach. So maybe that minimizes what people think his impact actually was. But uh, I've said it for years now and so have other people in the league. Like, just watch if you've either played with or played against, you know, Talent-wise, he's, he's as good as anybody that's coming to the NFL. Talent-wise, I know Aaron's widely thought of as the most talented thrower of the football or one of the. Matthew Stafford can Don't. go throw for throw with Aaron. Okay. 
Don't be stupid, Dan. I don't know. Dan, that. don't be stupid. Sorry. Don't be dumb. He can go throw for throw with them. And I Dan. bet you Aaron would tell you that. He loves nine. He's yeah, actually uh -huh. said, oh, yeah. well, I mean, who knows after the whole, you know, meme thing that mm -hmm. happened between the two. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, you saw it. No, you saw it. Come on, Dan. You saw it. You know, Dan. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking Damn. about. Really? There's a meme with the two of them? Well, it, there was a meme with a, f a quote that wasn't a real, which happened yesterday on the internet, by yeah. the way. Yeah. A quote that wasn't actually a quote from somebody that somebody thought was a quote from somebody, responded to quote from somebody, kind of buried somebody while putting over husband, who's also very good. You don't remember this whole situation? I don't remember it, but I know you're talking about, you know. You remember. Yeah, because, yeah. listen, I'm a fan of the Staffords as well. You and I both, yeah. I, I'm a fan of the Staffords. Kelly saw a quote that wasn't a real quote from Aaron. Aaron's probably in Costa Rica at some time. Yeah. When this quote <laughs> yeah, came is. out from Aaron Rodgers about being the best quarterback in any division in the NFC North's history, basically, like, not a real Aaron quote. Why would Aaron say that? Sure. Uh, she said, maybe in Chicago and Minnesota, not Detroit or whatever. And it caused like uproar on the internet, remember? Because mm -hmm. it was like Stafford and Aaron Rodgers are beefing. And I would assume Aaron didn't even have a phone on him. No. Nope. He came back to it maybe a week or two later and was like, what happened? What's going on here? And that whole thing. That, you remember that. I don't think either of those guys care about that stuff, though. I think either of those guys are like, yeah, whatever. Dude. No, I concur completely. But you just acting. I mean. It's tough. You think throw you throw go, for throw, yeah. Go back sure. to the real. What? Go hit the resume. Go hit the highlights. How about that Cowboys I throw? I mean the Cowboys uh -huh. throw, the Cardinals Jared throw, the, the Lions throw. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is just so many that is just like ping, ping, boom in the biggest moments. You're saying Stafford could do all that and more. Well, uh, yeah, no, not and more. I'm How about in the end zone? Remember in the end zone? Three it, people crashed right over top in a minute. In a, I think it was third and 11 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. What do you talking net? about? How about I mean, that dude, I can, I can bring training up camp uh, net. the mm -hmm. Oh, the training camp net. You think Stafford? All right. I mean, we'll see. Maybe. That All thing's right, like this big, 60 yards away. The training camp net stuff isn't that hard, dude. All right, bet. Okay, Dan, where are we going to put you in a net at? And then let's just get you Thunderdome. In, in the in the Thunderdome. Need you to come to the Thunderdome when it opens up. And we will put, we have the yardage, we'll put oh, a field yeah. outside for you to go do it. You think, what are you talking about? It's not that hard. It's like a fucking, it's this big, the fucking net. No, it's not. That net that he's thrown into is like three feet big. Oh, dude. no, no minimizing. Look at this guy. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. So when you watch... When you watch um, the college kids from the 50-yard line hit the crossbar, is that like, oh, my gosh, impressive? No, because they're throwing it probably as hard as they can. So it's just like setting up a trick shot in which you put a ball or a hole somewhere, and then you just throw it as hard as you can. How far does it go? Boom, it goes right there. Not that impressive. You don't have to have any touch. This is touch, accuracy, and bomb time. Yeah, I'm like saying it's not a really good throw, but it's not, not like he's the only human being in the world, like on, on the planet Earth, making that throw, guy. No, I understand, but first time, every time, it seems like this guy. Oh, it, that's pit first vipers. Rep? Oh yeah, first yes. rep every time. Yes, pit vipers yep. on oh, walking right, into right, training right, camp. Right, hey, let me see that contact. ball. Let me see that ball real quick. Let me spin this fucking thing around. Oh, okay. Whew. Bang right, right in there. Context, for like first time, walk out and, and drill it. Yes, that is very – I'm talking – Well, you know I why? Thought it was, 
He's taken 20 reps and one of them went down. Hey, you know why, Dan? You know why? Why? Because the guy, whether you like him or not, is the most talented fucking ball thrower of all time. Hey, that is I just like or not. Huh? Don't start phrasing stuff like that, whether I like him or not. Dude. Yeah, you know, some of the stuff he's been saying. I mean, he was saying a lot. You almost took that quote from that meme that Kelly took yeah. and almost said it right there. I could hear it. No, I understand what you're saying, though. And he said the same thing. And watching Stafford, like, do the shit he does, yeah. I'm so happy he got out of Detroit. And no, yeah. no I offense. think they're the team to beat this year in the NFC, the Rams. Mm. I mean, I don't think that that's a crazy statement, but... I think it's the Rams, the team to beat, for sure. How about in the AFC? Let's go to Lamar Jackson, because you're a big fan, as are we, by the way. And I don't know, yeah. if maybe he was just waiting for the Kyler deal to get done so that there would be a little bit more study of the market. What's the market going to do? What's the expectation? Because he does rep himself. Who knows if a deal will get done or not. Last year, a lot of adversity with COVID and injuries, and now lose Hollywood Brown. What do you expect out of Lamar? And are they in the running, you think, of the AFC? The Bengals are in there, obviously right next to him. The Bills are the favorite. Favorites for I think the entire NFL. The Chiefs yes. still exist. Chiefs still exist. Matt Ryan came to Indianapolis. Everybody can suck it. Yeah. And Mike Vrabel is still the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. What do you think of the AFC? And what do you think about Lamar Jackson's bounce back year after last year? Maybe didn't work out perfectly for them. Yeah, I can give you eight legitimate teams in that conference that are real, like real Super Bowl contenders. Eight, which is obviously half the conference, which is insane. I would tell you this with in regards to Lamar in Baltimore. They were through week 12 last year or week 13 were the number one seed in the AFC, and he was the MVP of the National Football League. And that was with historic injury loss on their football team. So to think that they aren't going to be equally as good or as dangerous as anybody in the AFC, and he's not going to be in the – the MVP conversation is outrageous. I think Lamar is going to come into this league, into this year and have a giant middle finger up to prove a lot of people who have said a lot of stuff about him this offseason incorrectly. I think they're going to go back to a little bit of that 2018-2019 offense with multiple tight ends and be less dependent on the wide receivers. Um and I think, like, when I think of Lamar, I think of two things, Pat. I, when he sat down, I think it was with, on LeBron's show, he said he's motivated by two things. He wants to win a Super Bowl, and he wants to be a billionaire. And I think that he doesn't feel that, that he is capable of becoming that billionaire right now until he goes and wins a Super Bowl. Because once he does that, he goes to say, you got to pay me $400 million. So, so I think that's think just that's, where he is. I think he's a crazy, confident kid. As he should be. You think that it – because remember, in high school, he was doing what he was doing, and they are like, yeah, but will work college. Louisville is the team that's yeah. like, we think it will work here. Then it does, obviously, has great success, and everybody's like, uh, who's your agent? Uh, me and my mom are going to handle it or whatever. They're giving you bad advice. You should be a wide receiver. You should be a slot wide receiver. You should work out at wide receiver. Nope, I'm a quarterback. You won't be able to do what you did at Louisville. Okay, Louisville. You won't be able to do what you did at Louisville in the men's league. Like, that's not how it goes. Everybody's fast. Then he gets in the league. <laughs> yeah. Same exact fucking thing. Mm -hmm. His entire life, he's been able to shake the shit out of whoever. And I yeah. think he should be crazy confident. You think that he's being patient with the contract because if he wins, again, if they, they already won a playoff game, right? He's won an MVP. They won a playoff game. If yeah. they can take the step, the value only goes up and up, and he's just betting on himself, you think? 
Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And, he, and I would imagine he's sitting there going back to my initial point of, dude, we were the one seed last year with four or five games to go with all those injuries. If our team stays healthy, we there's nobody in the NFL that we can't beat. And I think that's the way he's looking at it. He's going, look how good we are. We, we were with all, all the bad stuff. And I think yeah. if – if they stay healthy and he plays remotely close to the way he did with the supporting cast around him, like, yeah, they, they very much so can win the whole thing. I think they're that good. I think he's that talented, and I think he's that competitive. So 250 M's guaranteed. It's easy. It's an easy deal. Yeah, Just give me a quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed. I'll go win a Super Bowl if you need it. Uh, we can't thank you enough for joining us, Dan. The boys have a couple questions. Is that okay? Quick. Of course, of uh, course. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Dan, now that the uh, roles for the Patriots head coaches have been announced, do they mean anything, one, and does it give you any more confidence in Mac Jones or no? My confidence in Mac Jones is as, as, as high as it can be. I'm just not confident in the situation. I, I, I don't know. I tried to sit here and figure out, okay, how come there's no titles for anybody, essentially? There's no offensive coordinator, no defensive coordinator. Um, the Patriots have notoriously been – uh, positionless in many ways in football. So it seems like they're going some ways uh, positionless in their coaching staff. I just, dude, I, I, I sit here and I go in that conference, given the fact that the, the offense is talented, but not overly talented, year two of a quarterback that I think the world of, and they got less or they got worse when it came to one of their strengths, and that was Josh McDaniels. And I look in the division. If we just look at who's really good at the play calling in the division, I have more faith in Ken Dorsey than I have whatever situation is in New England. Certainly Mike McDaniel in Miami than whatever's in New England. Michael Floor was really good the last eight games of the year for the Jets. So, like, I just – there's so much of I – I don't know if I've ever seen it before. So my confidence in Mac is sky high. I just – dude, the guy who's looking over the quarterbacks – called quarterback sneak on third and 10 last year. Like, I don't know what uh, what to take from that. Yeah, I mean, I have faith in Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. Sure, but I, if it wasn't Bill Belichick, if this was what the heck are we doing? We've said that for but, 20 years, though, time and time again, right? And it just always seems to work out. And maybe we are at the time. Where it doesn't. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no bull. No oh, bull. That could happen. That sounds like bull. No, it could I'd love happen. to know the reasoning. I'd love to know the 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 why of the reason that they're doing it. You Bill know, like I would love bring, to know. Bill probably what, doesn't want to bring anybody new into his shit at this stage. Bingo. You know what I mean? And they don't want teams to be prepared for the third and ten sneak. Uh-huh. If they name Joe Judge. Joe yeah. Judge ain't calling a third and ten sneak. I don't think with Bill Belichick over his shoulder. <laughs> I cut him down at the knees. Hey, Bill Belichick say, I love punters, and I understand I love punting, but there ain't no reason to put our quarterback in a position to get <laughs> fucked up to go ahead and punt. But they technically did bring someone new in. I mean, Joe Judge yeah, was not there. there last year. I know he has a pass there, but so does Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, yeah. no, he's – hey. He also was at practice. He was actually. at practice trying to help him, and oh. he's, he's trying to, what, remodel his entire thing and go yeah. be a head coach again. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of coaches who have New England ties throughout the NFL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Bill said, I've never got an opportunity to showcase my yeah. incredible play calling abilities. Let's go ahead and put a I, I, I'm not. Full bow. I feel Bill's like if, time if now. you had told me that Bill O'Brien was there or a guy from New England's past that had called plays before, I'd be much more bullish on the New England offense. No bullish. No bull? 
No bull. I'm I'm super hesitant on that offense. I just I think play calling is a completely different experience than people give it credit for. Because you've listened and experienced uh, some decisions that have either pissed off the starting quarterback and when everybody in the quarterback room is going, why are we doing this time and time again? And you've also been on a play when a play or on the field when a call comes in and you go, why are we doing this? You think that is not something that's appreciated enough? Dude, I've been I've I've been on the headset either you know, with with guys calling the plate directly to me or hearing the plate to the starter of guys like Mike Martz, one of the great offensive minds in the league, Gary Kubiak, Kyle Shanahan. I've been on the headset for Sean McVay. And then I've been on the headset for guys where I'm like, yo, what? What? You know, and it just because you know football doesn't mean you can call plays. And I've been around some coaches that were really good. And then when we got into the game, it became a completely different world for them. You're saying a little bit of a puckered situation. It's just hard, man. Dude, yeah, think about it. I try to host. tell people all the time, dude, you got like eight seconds to get the right call in. Can't even fart. That's like the refs, too. We never talk about it, and this is just a completely different thing. We never think about, like, are the coaches gamers? And then next step, are these refs gamers? Yeah. Like, can, can this ref handle the moment to throw the flag? Can this coach handle yeah. this happening with a lot of, hey, a lot of passion on those headsets, too, from what I've heard from oh, yeah. multiple different things. Yeah. You just kind of got to figure it out and play Madden live and in person. Go ahead, Tony. Dan, let's hypothetically say that you agree with me that you think the Finns, the Eagles, and the 49ers have a playoff-worthy roster. Which quarterback of those three teams uh, are you most confident in? Uh, Jalen. Uh, Jalen right now, just because I've, I've seen Jalen do nothing but develop and get better and better. Um and I think because of the uh, work ethic that you hear about the young man, the character and the leadership and uh, kind of his upbringing and his past at Alabama, I just think that he's going to take another step forward. We watched Jalen go really last year from the first month being like, OK, and then months two and three were pretty good. And then he finished strong. And I think that just because of that development I love San Francisco. I think Trey Lance is going to be really good. Okay, dude, he has he's he hasn't played football in a year, and he's got the least amount of passing attempts ever for a first round quarterback. So, like, this is a kid who's got to play, and that offense is not easy. Matt Ryan will tell you there is so much verbiage in that offense, oh, and they tell me. like that's not an easy offense. So, I think that um, to uh, you know what, I'm I'm really bullish on Tua. I'm really high on Tua as well. I think he's in the ideal place to go thrive. I never say quarterback should fit into a place; he should thrive. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll take that back. I, I, I'll put oh. Tua over Jalen just because. Oh, oh, that's a big deal. Yeah. Right. I I I think that. Tua is in the exact world. And I said this, and I know people, like, I said this when the the move was made. Mike McDaniel, as the head coach for the Dolphins, comes from the Kyle Shanahan play-action pass world. And Tua, when he was kind of at his best at Bama, was under Steve Sarkeesian, who's the head coach at Texas, who learned a little bit of offense for two years in Atlanta under Kyle Shanahan. So I think that just the the understanding and the familiarity of that scheme, what the goal is, 
and putting Tua in really good places. Obviously, the talent is really good down there in Miami as well. So I think Tua's prime for a big, 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 big third season. I'd say Tua and Jalen, two guys that are really, really high on. Uh, okay, young quarterbacks that are going to carry the league for the next 10 years possibly or on their way out. That's the reality of what the NFL is. Hope they both succeed. Hope every team wins the uh, Super Bowl. Hope every person makes a billion dollars. That's not reality, except for for our man, who's the face of ESPN for the next 220 days. Ladies and gentlemen, former NFL quarterback, now ESPN pundit, Monday night football commentator, Mm -hmm. Saturday afternoon commentator, uh, an absolute stallion champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Orlowski. Thank you. What have you learned about people down in Texas, AJ, since you're closely affiliated with the Texas Tech legend, Graham Harrell? Oh, man. I, I feel like what I just saw something walking through the airport. Jimbo said no ill will toward Nick Saban, so they kind of squashed it. SEC media days are happening, and they all had to speak. Lane Kiffin, he speaks – his cadence and rhythm, very similar to Saban. Once he gets yeah. going, he sounded a lot like Saban as he was talking. I know he grew up in the football world, and he coached for Saban. Him talking about the NIL from the SEC has come up where he basically just said, hey, whoever's got the most money is going to win recruiting. Like That's just how it goes. He just said, we all kind of saw this coming from a mile away. It happened, Lane Kiffin. That was a good clip that came out of there. Shane Beamer, uh, coach of South Carolina. He's kind of sneakily won oh, SEC yeah. Media Days, oh, kind yeah. of. Yeah. He hopped up out of bed, turned his swag oh, on. Took a look in the mirror and said, what's What's up? up? And then at a press conference, he said, "Uh, I'm not too old to not remember Soldier Boy. That's right. And then he also chit-chatted about South Carolina, the school, the state, and what's uh, the the genuine and authenticity of him and his coaching staff, which is winning over there. Um, Jimbo saying doesn't hate Nick Saban came out of there. What else? I think, uh, what's his name? Still has his uh, Southern Louisiana accent. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, he loves family. Family. Mm -hmm. Food, football, and family Family. down here. He got rid of faith when he left Notre Dame. He put in food. You know, I just, saw that. He said, "Should've got down here a lot, lot earlier, shouldn't I, y'all?" Whoa. I, I know there's only uh, three Fs down here. There's three Fs in every other place I've been, but this one, I'm placing faith with food, and I can get behind that. But I'm here for food, football, and family. That's what Brian <laughs> Kelly said. Let me throw up them meals. Chuck I did see something, though. Didn't he say that, hey, if, if they want me to dance, I got to dance? Didn't he say that? Well, I think that is college coaching now at this point. Yeah. But he admitted, like, he, they asked him, I think, why you, what are you doing? So I'm like, hey, lean into it, bud. I, I get it. Yeah, what if he just started doing his oh. – He should just go full go all – like, just – Go oh, by. Awesome. I could never be a college football coach, so I got a lot of respect for those that could. But if a 17-year-old is telling me I got to fly to his house, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. do a yeah. dance – Make him food. Send a tweet out for him to come to my school. I don't think I care about my school being good enough at that point. I'm, there's zero chance of me giving a single fuck about that 17-year-old. So I got a lot of respect for those coaches that ultimately want to transition these boys uh, to men. But they want to go boys to men and like you know change lives and everything. Want to win football games. Mm-hmm. Really all that matters. But in the process, they dedicate a lot of their life to transitioning, uh, you know, for all their players. I respect that. I don't got enough care. I just ain't got it. And that's that's why I'll never be Might a be easier. Hey, but think about it. Right now, it could be easier with the NIL deal 
you don't really have to recruit if you bring in the most money and you can offer the most money to these players. So that could kind of take a little bit of that off your shoulders. Well, that coach still had to sing Justin Bieber's baby. That got sent through the text message. Oh, yeah. that kind of Do you remember wire. that? Do you remember when we found yeah, out? Who was that? Tom yeah, Herman, just, I think. Bieber's good, though. Yeah, and he, he signs. But what we're saying is an adult. You know, having to do that. You don't have to. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I, I would be curious to see, like, what I'm, – I'm guessing Luke Fickle's not doing that, but it's a different thing at Cincinnati than he has to do other places. But I don't know. I yeah, do like Saban. I do We've like Saban line dancing. Yes, and obviously Saban is the cold shoulder, hard-ass game day, and then we'll soon do interviews and, you know, kind of similar. But then we hear about recruiting stories, and it's like – Saban's out on the boat. He's uh, dancing, yeah. having a good time. Harbaugh is sleeping over, staying the weekend. Yeah. I was at a kicker. It was at Norton mm-hmm. Quinn. Yeah, I Quinn Nordine. Yep. Quinn Nordine. Real estate agent now. Uh, a lot of kickers. Uh, no, wait, and no, he's, he's on the practice squad, actually. Could you imagine what AJ would have made the coach do? He probably would have made him eat like 200 shrimp or something. All right, you and me, we're eating hard boiled eggs until we puke. <laughs> <laughs> Stick your hand in this piranha tank. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. What do you think Fickle is doing? You, you said that Ohio Fickle ain't. He ain't singing or dancing for any of these recruits. And if he has to, doesn't want him as a fucking Bearcat. Uh-huh. No, that's what he does, though. He recruits like the, his kind of guys, I feel like, that are athletes that are going to stick with it and he develops them. I'm sure and Luke can be very, very charming. So I'm sure when he goes in those oh. living rooms, he is, he's a super polite like person. So, But also he could kill you easily and rip your – Rip your, you know, your larynx out and just walk out the front door. Uh, Vrabel and Fickle. They, they were like best friends. I'm sure they still are. All right, let's say they just so happen to have to. Oh, gosh. Kill or be killed. Actual Ooh. death on the line. Yes. Actual death on the Luke. line. Luke. I think Vrabel's Luke. We take Luke. I was just having this conversation with somebody Holy the other day. Shit. Holy Not shit. Not Vrabel against Luke, but I was saying like, Luke, I'd put Luke up against no matter what happens. Luke, Holy shit. That was me. Not only is the greatest human alive, he's also the, the toughest and could be the scariest at the same time. So I wouldn't mess with him. Wow. Really? So what's that? Three-time state champ wrestler in high school. Like, he could he could still in Ohio, knock yeah, anybody but Vrabes. out. In Ohio, but Vrabes. Yeah, Vrabes is a guy that what we heard, we heard drink two cases of beer, uh-huh. smoke four packs of right. cigarettes, right. go through three din, uh, tins of dip, right. have two vapes, yeah. and still win all of the gassers and sprints and lead the team in tackles and everything like that. The next morning. Yeah, Luke is one of those guys that he's, he's just – He's too tough for his own good. Like he would just—I don't know how to describe it. I really don't. How about that? So you think what you—the way you said that is like Braves would agree with you. Yeah, I, I think next time you see Braves and he tries to put his big meat paw on your shoulder and you—you you bow up and you pass that test. That ask him. I'm sure he'll be pissed at me, maybe. But you know what? I got to ride with Luke because I know Luke. No matter what, he will never ever. Quit. If if you killed Luke, which you couldn't do, he'll find a way to come back alive and get you. Oh, it's like that piranha that you had whenever mm-hmm. the. Uh, we, when they got out yeah. of the tank. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. The tank broke. And he lived for nine hours yeah. in the living like room. 14 hours. I think 14 hours he was on. The, he, he tried to get himself to a sink, maybe. <laughs> Dog. Vrabel's hand was this big. Went around my arm. Yeah, massive paw. <laughs> like his, his thumb hit me right in the peck. And then his goddamn pinky was over here just grabbing my shoulder blade. It was unbelievable. I'm like, what the fuck? Jesus. <laughs> I'm way too high for this. Then I did that interview that hit the internet yesterday. Uh, yep. Yeah, that was that's awesome. Right. Did you see oh, that? you posted it. I saw a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, by the way, that's that first, awesome. I didn't know who I was talking to on the other side because I was just staring at a camera and there was no TV, no nothing. 
and I have an earpiece on, and I'm sitting on a patio, but I'm on cloud 90 at mm -hmm. the time. Hey, you do a couple interviews, you got it, and the guy drops in. Oh, you're going to Chicago. Oh, okay, good, you're in Chicago. Hey, this is Cat, right into the interview. Mm -hmm. I mean, there wasn't even like, uh, hey, how you doing? I couldn't see anything. It felt real old school, and there was numerous times I forgot that I was on camera. I thought there was a chance, maybe it's radio, maybe it's a podcast. Hey, I was on camera the whole time, and I'll tell you what, I did not try to open my eyes at all. It didn't seem like in that entire thing. Well, it was sunny out there too. It was super bright off the lake. No yeah, shades. It was behind me, but uh, it was still lights still. reflecting. They off had the lights way. in front of you, though. They had uh -huh. the lights, the camera lights on you. So many. It was a big yeah. production, of course. Too many. Tony Romo was also standing inside, so his superstardom light. Yeah. Was just, oh. Yeah. Uh huh. You know what I mean, I had to. Did the guy say anything to you when you first popped on? Like, hey, oh, hey, what's up, Pat? How's it going? There was a quick one of those, and then right. I mean, each one I did, and. It's hard to separate them all now at this point, to be honest. But it was just like right into it, right into it, right into it. I was supposed to do the NFL Network on Total Access. That would have been, that would have been, that would have been pretty awesome. <laughs> Who knows how that would have gone? But we couldn't get the connection to work. Uh, I could hear them; they couldn't hear me. We were trying to work through it for like 90 seconds or so, you know. And then the guy says, "Sorry about it." Hangs up on me. And I was like, All right. Jeez. Who is that guy? I asked. Who was that? Just so I know. And they're like, we'll try to get a name for you. I'm like, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would, I would like to know who just said, fuck off. It's not my fault. I'm too high for it. I'm trying to make this work for you, pal. Yeah. I want to be on Total Access. Legendary show. Did you hear Rich? Hey, I think it made news, right? Yeah. Rich Eisen, no longer at NFL Network. Is that, did you hear this? I did not hear that. Was his contract up or something happened? They said he's set to be a free agent. So that would mean his contract's up. Has that been legitimized or was that just I like have... rumor? So a, lot of, hey, a lot of rumors in the sports media world, as we have. Uh, yeah. You think he stays yeah, Sometimes, though, right? no. I believe it was reported as fact that he was a free agent on Twitter. Yeah, in August. He signed a four-year deal in 2018, Zito just said in my ear. So uh -oh. he's a free agent. Rich Eisen on the move. Richie Rich. Where's he going? What did NFL game day on uh, Sunday do? Oh, Rich I don't to live. So. Really? I am, I I am rather not? certain Rich Eisen will not. <laughs> Why? I, I am rather certain that Rich Eisen is not. You never know. Rich is a, hey, to Rich's credit all the time, like, hey, do the right thing guy, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like all the time. Always like that. And I don't know if he would, and I guess we have to do some research on what he has said in Maybe. the past about Liv. But I'm sure he knows where he's going, right? Yeah, even more I don't so. know. It, the way it was, the news was broke. I Wouldn't don't know. NFL Network be trying to re-up him and him saying, all right, I'm good. I got something in the line. Maybe, but dude, you... You and I both, not that we know anybody. I just can't imagine NFL Network would let him go. AJ? He does everything, I feel like, for them. AJ, mm -hmm. I'm not saying NFL Network. I'm not saying an NFL Network specifically, because I do not know this particular situation. I have no idea. I haven't been in the NFL Network studios in probably 10 years at this point. I actually have no idea who's over there, who's running things, no clue. There's idiots fucking everywhere, AJ. What do you, I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean that, that you, there's people making terrible decisions every single day? And if you keep rich, is that a great decision? A lot of people will say yes. We would say yes because we're friends with them. If you get rid of them, some people would be pumped about it. But who knows what's on the other side? There's idiots everywhere, AJ, in powerful positions. I'm not saying that's happening in NFL Network. I'm just saying everywhere, we have yeah. no idea what should be expected and what's not expected because there's bad decisions happening on a regular basis in the nepotism filled profession of sports media aj you're, i mean you are you're correct I, I mean it probably was a dumb question to even ask I, I knew the answer but are we seeing something like 
is Rappaport trying to take more of a hosting gig. Whoa. He's going to have more stuff. Not only insider, but he's going to be a host guy driving the ship. Can we get a little bit more Real Housewives on the behind the scenes of what's going on in the NFL Network yeah. right now? Who's trying to step on whose throat to get to the top of the whole thing? Uh, Rich Eisen is on the record saying Live Golf is tearing apart golf and destroying golf. Okay. So Good he's not know. going to Live Golf. Yeah, mark it off. You never know, though. I don't know. A lot of people who went said things about it. So Charles Barkley... Um, is publicly negotiating right now about his situation with Liv. This is getting interesting because he was asked about it on the PGA's SiriusXM channel, like PGA Radio on SiriusXM. Why did they have him on? Because uh, he was at a golf tournament. He loves golf. I think they're just kind of, I don't even know. Good interview. He's, he's, the, did the, uh, does Charles old Monahan want Charles on there talking Liv Golf on the PGA Network? Um, I have no idea how or what the plan was. But it, everybody had to know it was going to come up. I guess golf ratings are up, by the way, believe it or not. Golf ratings are up with all this because there is a little intrigue, I think, in the sport. So all the golf purists saying this is going to ruin golf. Golf might be more popular now than it has been since the Tiger run, whenever he was kind of doing his whole thing. So is this good for golf? I guess we will still TBD. But Charles Barkley openly negotiating, kind of, through this entire thing, is a great piece of business happening here will he end up at live we have no idea but him saying in interviews and conversations about if he was to go to live well i probably have to leave tnt that's a that's a big salary yeah. a lot of my endorsements are probably going to go away that's a big salary so they're going to have to put together a pretty large number for me to potentially go there but i'd be an idiot not to take the meeting is basically what charles barkley is saying and I think he's 100% accurate mm -hmm. with that. Could TNT for you think TNT? This would be interesting. TNT being like, if you go with them, you can't work with us. When Turner doesn't have any golf rights, right? Nope. So do they have just, any? Uh, just the match. Uh, no, I think they, TNT they, wasn't the PGA too. They, they, I think they have one major, at least one major. They have within the past few years. So they have a relationship with the PGA then, for sure. So if they do, they have a current relationship with the PGA. Uh, let me look it up. I don't know. I didn't think that. I, I know the PGA Championship was on TNT. It was on Turner at, at least within the last five years. Wait, would they be pressured, though? Like, would, so in would people pressure them to say, you got to get rid of Chuck? There's no way. Chuck is the most popular guy. That show is Chuck. I know. That's... Well, that's why everybody's pissed off now that Chuck's even taking the meeting because there's a chance that it's we're going to lose fucking great television. I think television. people would be pissed at TNT if they let him roll. See, I think you're misreading the situation. I think you are. What's that? I think you're misreading the situation. I, I might be. I don't know. Like, is he? I guess so. Had he even said like he hasn't even talked to TNT about this? Uh, no, he said he might just. He might have to. Well, then there was a report, right? That TNT wouldn't let him out of his. There's a chance. Yeah. Because then there was a conversation. Open dialogue came from that statement to like TNT could just say no. Yeah. We, we won't let you do that. And then the first article that Zito just saw in the back, yeah. ESPN replaced Turner in 2018. Yeah, it says October 10, 2018, it was announced that ESPN would replace TNT as the PHA champ championship cable partner beginning in 2020. So that's what, four, two years then, I guess two they years. haven't had a deal mm -hmm. with PGA. Right. Will PGA come back to Turner is probably what Turner's trying to figure out. And Charles Barkley, maybe he's just saying that because that's how like the PGA Tour operated. Like, hey, you go there, you can't come here, you do this, you can't do this. It's all, this is... He said he might have to resign, right, in that article that you popped up. Yeah, what if they don't let him? He can resign, and what, they're going to force him to work and say you can't go to live? Does he have a no, is that a non-compete with live? I have no idea. Is it for the sport? match? 
What's that? Is this because of the match? The match is owned by Phil, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. And they Phil run it on TNT. I think so. I think he's one of the founders, yeah. Yeah. He Still? Uh, great question. Hey, I, his, his book came out. I'm listening to it, actually, now. Is he talking? No, it's that book that came out that started, I guess, the off-the-record comments. Alan Shipnick wrote it, I guess. I don't know how long it came out. I just downloaded it. I've been listening. Just started. Sounds like it's going to be pretty good. A lot of stories from different golfers. Well, yeah, it just seems pretty interesting. I was going to get a little juicy. You're a big book guy, huh? Audio book guy. I like listening to books like that, absolutely. Have you listened to all of these books? I've read you know, most of those. You know, I've actually read with my eyeballs. Read with your eyeballs yeah. instead of with your ear holes? Yes. Apparently, the Tom Segura book on audiobook is unbelievable because it's just him. So it's just like oh, yeah. a book of stand-up. There's a great brain. <laughs> Tom yeah. Segura yeah. can do stand-up in Spanish and English, has the work ethic that you would need to become uh-huh. whatever blue-collar job you can need, and his stories are all – I I mean, I guess I'm seeing the tail end of his, like, here he is now, but I don't think he's ever not fucking – Hit a home run, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's one yeah. of those. Always funny. Always. Yeah. Those, Tom Scora, always funny. Him doing like full blown Spanish speaking comedy shows, too. Mm-hmm. Like he has to tour the entire, uh, what, Central America and South America? To the Spanish speaking community that only listens to Spanish speaking, you know, and they, yeah. they're judging him versus them. And he just, yeah, I grew up in a Spanish speaking family. It's no problem. Yeah. I, yeah, I could be the biggest stand up comedian in Spanish and English. No big deal. If I want, it's. It's amazing. I like that Kevin Hart's getting back out there. Mm-hmm. He's doing arenas and theaters again. Feels like he's going to take d- some time off. Yeah, because he did all those movies. He wasn't doing as much stand up. Remember the last stand up we saw him do was in his basement. I think. Yeah, yeah the Netflix one. Uh-huh. It was in his basement. I like. I saw some of his documentary. Yeah. Or was it documentary series? Series. Yeah, him working out in the whole his whole life basically. He's the EP yeah, on the a new stand up on Netflix too. I think it's like one of his guys, and he executive produces the entire production and everything. The uh, Red Red Solo Cup Boys. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah. I, th- I believe it's one of them got his own special on Netflix, and he is the EP on that. Because he has Heart to Heart now, which is that interview series on Peacock. He has... Um, he started like a comedy network. Is that still going on? LOL, I think. Yeah. With SiriusXM, he has a deal. Mm-hmm. And with other people. Kevin Hart is a yeah. fucking great he's, business. Yeah. Man. Heartbeat he's Productions, hustler. right? Heartbeat Productions. And yep. a bunch of shows like that. And he's getting back into stand-up. That's good. Yeah, unbelievable. It's probably nice for him, too, to just kind of like, all right, let me just... We yeah. just get back into writing another great hour. There was a couple he had there where yeah. he was say it with your chest. Yep, mm-hmm. that kind of just launched some of Cat Williams' old stuff oh. too. I mean, even oh yeah, Cat Williams has some unbelievable. Pimpin'. You know, you always reference him. Hey, yeah, poor little Tank Tank man. Let's get to the phones. Maybe Kevin Hart. Um, we'll do the ESPYS now that they were up forty-two percent for the ratings. Uh, so he—that's misinformation. What do you um, mean? I would like to correct something that has been said on this program. Mm-hmm, and sure. I don't like to do this because normally we like to be 100% factual all the time. Yeah, always. But we are uh, kind of accused of misinformation worldwide on a regular basis, it yep. feels like, at this point now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That, what you just said, is not true. The ESPYs were down 42%, I guess. Oh, I didn't see that. Down 42? I read that wrong. That's 42, that's, that's a large number. Wait, what was last year's ESPYs? Was it a COVID ESPYs or what was it? I don't know. Remember, we were talking about it before the ESPY uh, started, and we, we all realized we hadn't watched the ESPYs in numerous years. Yeah, so it was years. Russ. But no, it was two years. Nah, that, that was, was two years. Exactly. Year, last year was leading man Anthony Mackey. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Remember, we had the same exact conversation on oh, Wednesday before the ESPYs, and we said, no, we oh, fuck, we haven't watched it. Wait a second. Them. It's down 42% from last year's ESPYs? Yes. yes. Did people know last year's ESPYs happened? Well, that's what we 
So That's just back to what we were talking about here. I guess we're the problem. We, we should have paid more attention. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that on Wednesday, we said that. we Because we're gassing up the ESPYs. Remember Wednesday, starting to gas up the Hey, tonight's hey, the ESPYs. Yeah. Hey, there's always Ooh. one of those moments. And then, like, oh, you know, Russ hosted it last year. Well, actually, that yeah, was two, two years, years ago. ago. And it was like, oh, oh shit. Wait, did we even watch it? How'd Russ do? Oh, we didn't watch that one either. We realized quickly that we were kind of uh, definitely a part of the problem because we had known that it existed, but yeah. then we oh, it does clearly say, did not it watch it. It does say down. I thought it said up. I also read... And, you know, OutKick was not happy to report this. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> it's not Steph's fault, though. I also saw somewhere that um, they said they were stuffing ballot boxes so certain people would win so they'd get on stage and uh, push their political messages. Jesus Christ. All right. What? Well... Who? Uh, let's get to uh, let's get to a break. Diggs really watched it start to finish, huh? I actually did shoot because there was nothing else on. I should have watched Blackbird. Hindsight, yeah, unbelievable. It is very good. Blackbird is very very good. Not, Not great for it. Indiana, but great sure. show. Sure, it's a great world. great show. But I watched those SBs from front to back, and all I could think of was just like somebody that I know from home just being like, "I got my own shit." You know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is what people talk about whenever they talk about, like, doing it. Not that those aren't very important. All very, very, very important things. But sports, you know, for a long time, and I understand it's a big platform and we should make the world a better place. Sports for a long time was an escape from all that. Mm -hmm. And I think when the awards show celebrating sports is Mm -hmm. just very, very serious and very like, hey, you're bad people. You don't help this. It's like, I'm trying to pay my own rent. You know, I, I just think it's... 42% 42% is quite a fucking drop in rates. Yeah, yeah I could have probably guessed that, though, based on the replies to your tweet if asking, are we <laughs> watching? We watch, we watch in the uh, SBs? Oh, fuck no! Yeah. I'm like, oh my I'm God. Good look at that. People are very angry about yeah. not watching. It's like, I did not know that was the case. All knows. Uh, next year, though, it's going to be better. It's going yeah. to be everything everybody yeah. wants it to be. Let's ride. Had a baby AJ back in the attic this Super Bowl champion. This college football national champion. What? This Ryder Cup Champion. This COVID survivor is back in Ohio for this beautiful Friday. The Talks Table is here at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor. One half of the hammer, Dad. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. Obviously got Mitt, Zito, Nick in the back. I like the fact that Mitt didn't even attempt to run the horn there. Nope. That is smart, Mitt. You've been doing fantastic on the ones and twos this week. Congrats (laughs) to you, pal. Uh, Dirty Bruce. Bill, everybody in the back, we can't thank you enough. Uh, some some breaking news, uh, international breaking oh, yeah. news. Wow. The NFL's growth into Europe has been a success, I think, by all accounts. Nice. Roger Goodell, I guess at one point during his tenure, laid out to the NFL owners how they get to a certain number. I forget what billions it was in annual revenue. This is how we get to this number that everybody wants. And they said, cool, we got faith that you'll be able to do it, Roger. It was expanding the game into Europe, into other continents. It started with London, and then it built with more in London, then around England. Now, for the first time ever, they're going to Germany. And let me tell you about this massive failure the NFL had in Germany. Uh Only three million requests were made for tickets to this fucking game between the Seahawks and the Buccaneers. 3 million requests for tickets for one NFL game, the first of its kind, in Munich, September or November 13th in Germany. Uh, at one point, there was 800,000 people simultaneously trying to get one ticket. Jeez. What a... What 
a success for the NFL. What a perfect business move and what an opportunity for the NFL to showcase a game that we all love to even more people and keep growing this game that has brought so many different people together from so many different backgrounds. I absolutely love this. Guten Tag, more games in Germany next year, we'd all assume, AJ. I mean, I'm sure the NFL was expecting, like, they they know that they are king. Like, we're... We're, we're, we have a pretty big deal, and we can we can make some things happen. But do you think they had any idea they'd get this kind of response in Germany? Now, there's a lot of, you know, second-hand ticket brokers yeah. that are trying to get their hands on this ticket as well. Anytime you see that many people requesting yeah. something, there's some people trying to take advantage of the situation. And you would hope that the NFL has some certain way to, you know, legitimize whoever is buying it that comedians have had to do, yep. uh, musicians have had to do, because the secondhand, um, uh, what is that? Market? Bingo. Fucking Bingo. The secondhand market is so absurd. Ticket will be 850 bucks, and then there's some guy who has bots that's able to get in and buy these tickets for 850 bucks, hangs on to them, and is able to sell those for like $7,000 or $8,000, and it's a full business, and you have to respect those people's hustle, but a lot of the artists and everybody else that's getting fucked out of this whole thing and is doing all the work, they were not necessarily thrilled with it as well. So there's a lot of emailed tickets, and you have to uh, confirm your tickets through everything. Thing, but there was some shit going for like 30 grand a ticket, yeah. 80 grand a ticket in this fucking game. I, I, I legit, Real. yeah, legit. The prices were fucking absurd, and it's because three million people want 70,000 tickets. That's pretty good supply demand if you're the person at the end with the, the cash in your hand. The bar, so, but what does that mean? So, they okay, they have so much success here, they can play all. I mean, the opportunities are endless, really. Mm-hmm. When you think about where we the NFL has. Largely has barely been anywhere but the United States. Now they're starting to branch off. Oh, man. I mean, this is – so every team every year is going to have at least one game somewhere all over the place. And who knows how many games it is 10 years from now. And the players and coaches are going to hate it. They'll add an extra bye week. One of them will be immediately following your international game, and yep. then there will be another bye in there. They'll get that thing up to 18 games, and the international market will just be a weekly thing where in the morning we wake up and there's an early game, and then there's a 1 o'clock game, 4 o'clock game, and an 8.30 game. And that will just become the standard operating procedure because they will be raking in so much money. Think about the TV deals. Oh, yeah. They add another yeah. time slot. They add another time oh, slot. Right, the early time slot. Yeah, and everyone loves it because hey, oh, on the East Coast, I can wake up and there's a game on. What did Dan said morning, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He said Sunday morning. Yeah. Then he said Saturday was happening. Week yeah. 18. So yeah. is he talking yeah. Saturday morning? Well, they'll probably do that, but they'll have to do it earlier in the season. And I assume, just like how when you guys are playing, you would look at the schedule and look when your bye week is, and now it'll be you look at the schedule to see when your international game is instead. It's good business for the NFL. Pat, I have a question for you, though. This this question may have been posed on other – like morning talk shows maybe on TV, but when do we find the first – when is the the first uh, Super Bowl-hosted international somewhere else? They would have to get a team. Wouldn't they have to get a team? Would they do it, though? Uh, They don't have to, no. No, yeah. It doesn't have to be a home team. I think so, because the way it's currently Uh, set up is if you build a new stadium. Yeah, and that's like they turn over all the stadiums each year. It seems like there's new. Do you think it'll ever happen, though? Do you think we'll ever see a Super Bowl outside of the U.S.? Yeah. I do. London will have one for sure. Would you even need a team? London will have one for sure, don't you think? 
Yeah. But what if they just built a stadium? They would have to have a team. Have to? Even if they were like, hey, we're going to build this stadium strictly for NFL games because they're going to be coming over here. Oh, yeah, and they just use that one NFL stadium as opposed to using, like, Chelsea. Yeah, or whatever. Soccer stadiums. They just have a football stadium. Cutter has a bunch of extra ones. Those are actually just... Oh, yeah. Those um, are soccer stadiums. No, they're not... Oh, so- crates. They're actually just crates. Yeah. yeah. They're just shipping, shipping crates. Yeah, shipping mm-hmm. containers. There it is. Yeah. Shipping containers. So I guess that could go. those could go anywhere. I wonder if the NFL will attempt to buy their own land and build their own stadium out there. Why wouldn't they? Like, it would just make yeah. so Put a plaza sense. in there, a casino. Yeah, it would, they would have their own, like, Jerry Hotel. World They'll in just, these countries. Why wouldn't a current uh, EPL team just pay the NFL to host a Super Bowl over there? So we, what we're saying is we think that there has to be ownership of stadium yeah. for the NFL to go there. So year-round just be like a concert venue? Yeah. Oh, exactly. my God. The NFL is going to make so much money. Could probably still host soccer games in it. The Europe's will be competing in uh-huh. it at some point. <laughs> yeah. And then are any of the current soccer stadiums, are they all like indoor? We're going to have to keep up with their stadiums. Their stadiums over there are nice. Hey. Yeah. Those soccer How are they, how are they different? They're, they – all of them have the fucking grass that just walks outside and suns itself. Right. They have those. Like, the the suites in yeah. the the lower entrances, like mm-hmm. soccer stadiums over there. I guess I'm just yeah, judging. What does it feel like, honestly, compared to, like, what, I'm curious, because I've seen my buddies that have gone there said it's awesome. What is, how is the seating different, or is the viewing better? Like, how do, you, how do they do it? It just feels like a little bit uh, heightened, like nicer. It just feels like uh, it's it just. Like a, high end? Yeah, it feels very high end. That's a great way to describe it. It feels like high end when you're. Is that like it was that, that one place where I saw people getting curb stomped on the way in or the way out? So that was in, in uh, Mexico. I believe that was in New Mexico. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not in but we talked about, I think it was Tottenham had a new stadium, maybe mm-hmm. either last year or the year before, and we looked at it, and it was state-of-the-art, unbelievable. All their seats were Where were like they getting that money seats. from? Tottenham? I don't know if that's the Saudi League. Tony, you're a fan of the team. No, I believe they're owned by, is it? 3M? No, I think it's, what's the name of it? Coca-Cola? Uh, no. Um, guy who owns all the... Bezos? Is it Kroenke? Kroenke! Oh. That would be a game Really? Whatever I, team won, Kroenke had. How nice right? would that be, uh-huh. I guess, to just be able to buy? What do you want to do? You want to go to Europe? Uh, well, we might as well have a team there, right? If we're going to go for a week or two, might as well have at least a horse in a race. Yeah. Where everybody's home. Yeah, you're right. Have our own stadium, our own suite. Mm-hmm. Need a, uh, a helicopter landing thing, helipad. Right on yeah. top of the Right on top of the stadium so when people know that I fucking... Sorry, Kroenke's arsenal. Let them know fucking daddy's here. Right? It looks like... Uh, for like comparing us to like European leagues, we own them on like capacity by like thirty thousand. Yeah, they're much smaller, right? Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Stadium smaller. Their largest is seventy five thousand. That's the Manchester United, and then our largest. Dallas Didn't you Cowboys. say they're all seats though, Connor? So the NFL, yeah, it's all comfortable. I think, a lot of but they all stand. They all yeah. stand too. Mm-hmm. The, the NFL is going to go build a hundred thousand capacity. Yeah. It's even more <laughs> yeah. of a reason they're going to do it. Is that? I wonder how far. Because if our dumb asses are only thinking of this right now, that means the NFL has already thought about For this. For a yeah. long like, time. They're already having it. They already own land, I'm sure, all over. Because there is farmland over there. We drove through. We were staying Lots in like, a Those golf course, and we yeah. drove through a bunch of it to get to the city. You know, I just... I mean, those, those countries over there are small, man. Tiny. They are small. So none of the English stadiums are indoor. They'd have to build an indoor one because England has winter. Oh, so retractable yeah. roof. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Introduce that. That's what the NFL is going to do, huh? How will England feel about it? 
I mean, I think they'd be pumped if it's just one. I guess, granted, you could probably do a lot more of the international games at that stadium year-round, which will even make it more of like an event. Like, hey, we never get to go to the stadium. Football's in town. Let's go check out the new state-of-the-art. And um, uh, Bill informed me that by 2029, United is planning on uh, debuting a Super Sonic, I think, plane. The Concord coming back? I don't know if it's, it's not the Concord. I think it's a different company right. do, trying to do you do the same thing. So if they build a stadium, this is how we think London gets a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's how we've got to this point right here. They build a stadium over there, and it takes three hours to get there on a flight from New York. Mm-hmm. I think they get a Super Bowl, and I think it only continues to grow into you Europe. Get a team. If you can get there in three hours, they get a team quicker than, than they would before, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, remember, Ursay mentioned that. Mm-hmm. He didn't mention that they would get a team, but he mentioned how Concord was supposed to make a flight for three hours. I was like, oh, that came up in a conversation at some point, probably with NFL teams, like at the one per club meeting. It's like, if we're able to get to London, we're definitely giving them a team. Who are we giving them? Jags. Fucking give them the Jags. Yeah. Have the Jags start playing over there. Then whenever technology makes it possible from these plane companies for us to get there back and forth... Now we're in Europe. Now we're utilizing all of Germany that fucking loves football. Here we go. We are off and running. United Airlines, our hearts went boom. Behold the all-new boom arrow. Supersonic design coming to the skies in 2029. And that thing is long and dynamic and going to go really fast. And we'll have a lot of other people on it for the first Couple thousand flights than us, but boy, if it yep. starts, if it proves that it works, I mean, three and a half hours they're alleging New York to London, four and a half Tokyo to Seattle, and eight from LA to Sydney, Australia. Look at this, just like social media, the world's getting smaller, yeah. isn't My it? My God, the world's getting smaller. Well, they can squeeze out now two weeks of Super Bowl stuff because usually it's just the one Super Bowl week, but if they do it in London, I assume teams will want to go over there. The week before the Pro Bowl. Oh, so you're saying like media. Exactly. They can just expand that entire thing. And will the Pro Bowl be over there as well? Has to be. People would love that, right? That would only draw more fans. The players would like to go to London, I think. Right? Yes. But why why don't we just steal some of these alien crap or steal their technology, reverse engineer it, boom, we're there in like 12 seconds. I think. Well, I don't know if our bodies can handle the yeah, G's. I was going to yeah. say. They, they, they have some kind of technology that, that shields our body from the mm-hmm. or- Well, maybe the technology is the thing shielding it. But uh, according to one of my sources who seen a, uh, a uh, UAP, UAP un- unidentified aerial phenomenon, mm-hmm. uh, who is a pilot, pretty solid pilot, mm-hmm. he seen one and said that that thing had to be pulling like 100,000 G's or something, like or 10,000 G's. Yeah, okay. we can't handle that. So, so I don't what it was doing. Well, yeah, we don't have even craft that can pull those kind of G's, let alone humans. He actually said, I watched it, and obviously the first thing I thought was, what is that? And then second, oh, the person inside has to be just... Mush. Absolutely blown apart by the mm-hmm. G's, yeah. Can TC handle it? Probably. Well, TC yeah. did. He was flying at, what, Mach 10 speeds? Yeah, 10.8. Yep. Right, he got up to mm-hmm. for the engine blew. <laughs> Do you remember that? His face. Yep. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's actually down. going. Well, you got to had to get a speed record. Obviously, I had to get his altitude record. Let's go to the phones before I get the fuck out of here. Um, Bean Town, right? Hell yeah, yeah, flicking them. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> flick those beans, baby. <laughs> 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 
You are a pathetic representation. Whoa. Of Boston, by the way. I don't know. Pretty I'm pretty sure a lot of people say that's why they call it being town. Well, it was the first thing that came to your mind relatively quickly. <laughs> so yeah. I assume that is just your friend group doing the thing. No. I'm very pumped to get up to your area, though, and breathe the air that created you and your friends and people that are similar to you. Yeah, no, I'm pumped for you, too. It's going to be nice up there. And like I said, I really do think the crowd is going to deliver for you. Yeah, I, yeah I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it tonight, AJ. Where where is the the program? Is that the garden? Bean Town. Oh, it's at the garden though. I mean, right? I think so. Yeah. TD Bank North Garden. Is it? Nice. It I is. Think so that's what I thought. Pretty sure. Yeah, because it's either and you've already been to Worcester. I mean, those are really the two places that it would be. All right, I can't wait to get up there. Let's get to the phones. Let's go to Big Lou in Tucson, Arizona. Big Lou on a five energy phone line. Go to fiveenergy.com. Use promo code Mac to receive ten percent off your order of five energy. Big Lou, father of hey little Lou. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Keep it moving, boys. Hey, I like that. Yeah. Big Lewin, dude. Let's go. Sweet hey, Lou. You're big, big? How big, big? Hey, bro, I'm like 6'3", 300 pounds. Big Lou. Hey, this is Shady Technique. What's going Hi. on, bro? What do you want to talk about, Big Lou? Bro, I want to just talk about how the Cowboys are going to fucking suck again, bro. I'm over here thinking about all the money the Cardinals just paid Kyler and how much money we just fucking sack in the deck. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm getting excited. They're getting ready to go to California. But, bro, we're going to fucking suck again, aren't we? Why? Why do you think that, Big Lou? You're six foot three, 300 pounds of negativity right now, Big Lou. Hey, bro, don't give me that shit. Yeah, you are. yourself, Lou. Lou, I thought all Cowboys fans just had these delusions of grandeur, of yeah. winning the Super Bowl every single year. Big Lou does not fit the mold at all. He's Big Lou. I mean, what, is he, what does he mean by, is he still on the line? Like, what's a bad season for him? They're still, I mean, when they're bad, they're still okay. Their defense should be legit still. Dak should hopefully be. gets better. Zeke, I don't know. Hopefully he has a big year. You win six, seven games, you go to the playoffs in the NFC East, too. Yeah, true. I mean, so they much. have to go. They need to go to the Super Bowl, I guess. They need to win the Super Bowl, really. That's not happening. This, this year, not as much Cowboys hype, or are we just not paying attention to anybody else no, talking about No, I think there is show? a little less, because, uh, you know, they, they lost some weapons. They, mm -hmm. they lost some linemen. They, they, might, they might stink. Yeah, it is down a little bit. It'll just take until week one. If they look good in the first week of the season, we'll be right back yep. into it. Dak's going to win MVP. This team's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, that's what happened last year against the Bucs on Thursday. Remember, we all hammered them nine, the Bucs minus nine and a half, and then the Cowboys came out, and we were like, holy shit, oh, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Cowboys really got, good. Forgot how good Dak is. He's <laughs> yeah. healthy, too, this year. Big Mike knows how to win. Yeah. yeah. But there will ultimately come down to some game management decision, and we'll go, right. oh, yeah. oh, no. Knew it. Then some, you know, thing will happen in the season. It's like, Cowboys, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Is it happening again? But let's go to Nick in uh, Indiana. Nick in Indiana, what's going on, pal? I think he has something to add to this conversation. I sure do. How you doing, Pat? Hey, keep moving, Nick. Great. First of all, free my guy, Gump. Free Gump. Free Gump. Free Gump. But, yeah, I do have something to add. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think. They're going to win the Super Bowl, but, but we got to be. But we got to be better than the Eagles, even though they got a little better. What do we think? Who's we, we? Be better than the Eagles? Nick, or what? We've never met you. Who's we? Is we the Cowboys? You're right. I said we. That that's them. That's them. I don't want to play for Mike McCarthy, so it can't be we. So fuck that guy. So who are you talking about then? Aren't these Cowboys? The Cowboys. Fans the Cowboys. The Cowboys, yes. and, the Cowboys players on the team. Nah. You're, are you a Cowboys fan, Nick? I am. 
What the fuck did Big Mike do? What, yeah. You already hate Big Mike McCarthy? Uh, no, no. He took too much time off. And, you know, he's just, it's, the game's passed him by. We need somebody oh, a little better. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, like, maybe, you know, Lincoln Riley. I, that's what I was hoping Oh, for. Lincoln Riley. Okay, Sean Nick, Payton. appreciate that. Maybe Sean Payton. He said, hey, don't rule me out from being back on the sideline. You know, remember whenever I retired out of nowhere because I was potentially going to own a team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And I, I've tried to do this home thing a little bit. And the game is probably going to call me this season on numerous occasions. He's working for Fox, yes, I believe. Uh, so he's going to be around the game, in the game. It's only a matter of time before an offer comes from the game. And will Sean Payton get back out there and call plays with how successful he has been? We all say yes, just like everybody's talking about Gronk going back week 10, week 13. If the Bucks need a tight end to maybe get over the hump and win the Super Bowl. We'll say this about the Cowboys. The one positive that I have seen, uh, Zeke looks looks fit. Zeke looks like he's re- Zeke looks like he's ready to go. He's been going to his cult events you guys got over there at Ohio State. Oh, age. I haven't seen him in a little a little oh, while. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah he had it. The cruise, yeah. yeah, he's doing well. Yeah, Zeke's a dog. 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 He's fun, man. Zeke's, Zeke's a fun dude. CD Lamb. I got to get out of here. CD's awesome, by the way. That is the reason why I'm a I, I, I do always have hope for the Cowboys. Yeah. CD is so fun to watch, and it's just fun to see him just interact. Like, he just seems like a dude who you want to be on his team. He's got great wiggle, too, Paul. Yeah. I mean, he, he's tough. He, he's a I think he's tough, too. Very I think tough. so. And he's been through a lot already, mm-hmm. which yeah. is huge. You know, maturity. Um, a lot of people ranking Dak, you know, high. high. Yeah. Then Chris Canty comes out and says he's the number one most overrated player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy shit. They, does anybody know if anybody's good in the NFL anymore? <laughs> you know? Sirianni and the Eagles, I think, is probably the most interesting team with A.J. Bryan now and Devontae. Like, they have weapons all over, too. Hey, is Jalen a guy? Is Jalen a guy, yeah. It's all on Jalen. Everybody says Jalen is a guy. Jalen, I assume, has been working like a guy because he said his work ethic is unbelievable. Philadelphia would be cool to be back in the mix, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Carson Wentz with the Commanders. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh? They're going to suck. Who says no? Uh, Jordan, uh-huh. Jordan Davis also should have been the number one pick. He's What's their on record? the Eagles, too. Who's? The Commanders? Yeah, what do you think? What's Thir- the over-under that Fandor gives them? 4-13. 14-13. 14-3. Whoa. Three and fourteen, maybe they might have CJ Stroud next. Season. Zito just dropped a little fun fact in my ear. Um, Madden has placed Carson Wentz as the most injury-prone quarterback in the game. Oh no! Okay, so maybe Madden's back then. But Madden doesn't understand that even if he gets injured, he's still yeah, playing. Still playing. Mm-hmm. So does an injury even matter? Are you hurt? Or are you injured? And Carson's like, doesn't what? What you shouldn't be. I have to pain in both legs. Yeah, either way, <laughs> you have to leave him in if he's hurt because he's going to stay in. Like Greg Jennings. Because is the game real or not? It's in the game. It's also in business. Mm-hmm. With Saudi. Whoa. Whoa. Jeez. It really like puts it. a bow on this week, doesn't it? All right, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> AJ, I appreciate the hell out of you, pal. Appreciate you guys. Have fun uh, in Boston, man. It should be fun. Yeah. Way to travel around this week and make it work with all the kids dumping on sailboats and such. We figured it out. Had a great time. We do figure it out, don't mm-hmm. we? It's kind of yeah. how... It's kind of how you should view life, really. Yeah. Right. Figure it out. Figure it out. And I've been lucky to figure it out alongside all you fine, yeah. fine gentlemen. Here, here. Happy birthday to my lovely wife, my beautiful wife. It's Happy, birthday, a- Happy birthday, Sam. Happy birthday, Sam. It's going to be a great weekend. What'd you get her? Dude. Surprise. It, you want to ruin it here? It's pretty good. Oh, I, believe me, I, I'm sure it's good. I'm just, yeah, curious. I mean, we did just get off an island for a week. And, Are you, you know, going to tell us on Monday? Sure. Okay. 
mean, a G wagon's pretty nice. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> but yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, I absolutely will. I can't wait for this weekend. Smackdown tonight. Hell yeah. Another week of sports talk. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Training camp next week. Training camp starting for a lot of teams next week. So everybody. All teams, all, everybody. All football is back. There's going to be quotes and uh-huh. early takes and thoughts for us to chit-chat about. Because this week, I'm going to be honest, the well was a little dry. Yeah. Last week, dry. though. This is, this is it till February. I mean, next we're week, back. we're back. Yeah. yeah. We did it. Thank you, people that watch this show and listen to the show so much for sticking with us through all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of shit. We've been waiting shit. In the shit seas of sports takes and talk through the off season. In next week, balls are being snapped. Here we go. What? Meetings are being held. What? Motivational speeches about winning the Super Bowl. Everybody else is at the same place we are. Who will survive and make it to the mountaintop that is Lombo? That starts next week. Hell yeah. Right. We can taste it. Mm-hmm. Smell it. Feel it. Hear it. We're here. It's time. Have the greatest weekend of your life. The boys will wrap up the show and have a giveaway. Uh, I'll be in SmackDown tonight, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Fox, live from TD Garden. Hell yeah. We got it. Former home pasta. Uh, Well, no. Current home. Former home pasta. And they're bringing his best friend back. All right, I'm out of here. Everybody, thank you all so much for your hard work. Cheers. Um, Yep, goodbye.